All right, hello, and welcome to another episode of Observe and Report. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Simmons, and sitting across from me as always, Jack Smith. Hello. And this is Observe and Report. This is the show where we watch things and we tell you how we feel about them. And as summer continues, there's more things to watch. And I've been having some fun watching some things. I don't know. How about you? Jason, I'm all coked up over here. <laughs> I mean, just with caffeine, because I'm drinking Coke late at night, which is a mistake. Which I, I understand but now. But <laughs> I am ready to go. So amped up. More so than I've ever seen you. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. Oh, well, let's go big first. Let's go big first, then. Oh. Um, there's something that I'm sure both you and I have seen. Yes, sir. Um, let's talk about the Loki finale. Oh, that, yeah. oh it was so long ago Mm -hmm. oh no remind me what happened again (laughs) okay so uh loki coming came to a conclusion in episode six Mm -hmm. uh loki and his counterpart sylvie uh came to the center of all time right to talk to the one who remains right played by jonathan majors and in an episode that didn't have a lot of uh action per se but Mm. did have a lot of exposition (laughs) Mm. a lot of people sitting down and talking to each other about things that we've not seen um it wasn't as like awkward as some exposition that feels very like shoved in mm -hmm. at least i mean that's fair um yeah like the exposition that was there was certainly like it helped to build the plot that is true it wasn't like hey we're filling all the gaps of all these things that we didn't tell you about it's more like no this is stuff that we you didn't no one knew beforehand not like when like in tv shows and they're just like well you know how marsh is getting divorced <laughs> like, yeah we know marsh is getting divorced you know how it's all, so it's fine yeah um Poor Marcia. but it was you know uh at the end of this is like the third original marvel series mm-hmm. um i i mean last time we talked we assumed that like the last episode would have something to do with like the events of black widow because like mm-hmm. black widow came out like you know right in the middle of like it's uh it's run mm-hmm. but that wasn't the case mm-hmm. i don't think <laughs> no um but yeah like i how did you feel overall about oh, no. the season of loki this makes me think that you don't <laughs> like it as much here's the thing i'm extremely biased because i just love staring at tom hiddleston mm-hmm. so much and many people do <laughs> if it was a different actor i would probably feel differently mm-hmm. because i'm shallow <laughs> um so i enjoyed it again you know on my list of things i love aside from water and apocalypses texture is one of them mm-hmm. texture and color and uh i just loved the look of the show so much um i i enjoyed it very much okay okay that's good to know i would give it um a a b plus that's about uh it sounds like four infinity stones out of five there you go yes you can't have that soul stone <laughs> Um, for me, I overall enjoyed Loki. Um, you know, maybe more so than the other Marvel series, it did have maybe maybe it had more of a direct line throughout. Yes. Like this is going to directly bridge into like the next three mm-hmm. Marvel films, perhaps. Um, whereas, whereas I would say WandaVision and uh, 
even Falcon Winter Soldier were a bit more self-contained. Mm-hmm. And there were things that happened in the production run of like Falcon Winter Soldier that like originally was supposed to be about, you know, a pandemic and they had to pivot. Oh. And like, you know, make it about like, you know, this kind of like world terrorist organization, like pe- migration of people like across borders. How would you have felt if they had kept that? It would have been interesting. I, I wouldn't I would have love to see it to be honest. It would be it feels I think super it relevant. Been more interesting than not to sound insensitive, but like terrorism it's just it's almost in every, every movie out there it's just it's such a thing in this world mm-hmm. it would have been nice to see something that wasn't that that's fair um so i would have i would like to see that version i'm i'm very curious of how it would go and how and what they would do with that yeah, concept especially with the characters um with the main like uh the flag Rebel smashers mm-hmm. yeah i'd like to know what her character would have been like and I'm sure, you know, they've kind of, like, pulled that because, like, maybe this is too close to home. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. And totally fair. But that aside, um, I liked Loki overall. Mm-hmm. Like, I am fine with Tom Hiddleston. I'm not like, he's the greatest. I'm like, I just like the guy. He's all right. In my book. Um, but overall, I just felt like, for me, it's like, what are we getting to? And we finally got to it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't underwhelming. Um, because the information was like absolutely like you know setting up everything right the next couple of years, but I didn't enjoy the performance of Jonathan Majors in that role. That was underwhelming for me. If I were that character, I agree. I'd have done it differently. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, let's do this right now. <laughs> I have a script in front of me. <laughs> let's go. Like no, like I I totally understand. You know, I get the avenue of going down like okay this person's been driven crazy by being alone and seeing all of time for all time mm. but i would have preferred to have just like i'm utterly bored by everything a little too silly it was a little too silly like a little bit too over the top while still being subdued i guess but. i would have liked maybe someone a little more scary mm-hmm. a little yeah like like um almost like the worst version of loki like a very dark mm-hmm. and bored and yeah a little more twisted maybe but maybe that was the obvious thing so then he went with a little more goofy but like i th- i think you know he chose this performance because and it was written that way mm-hmm. because ultimately you'll see a lot more of this character gotcha. and a lot different versions of this character oh. So I'm thinking, like, you know, this is just one aspect of, like, how he's going to play the character. Gotcha. Because there will be another variant who's going to be a lot more evil, a lot more mean. Because he says that several times. Like, wait until you meet my counterpart. That must be a very fun role for him, then. I'm sure. You know, the the ability to just choose different choices. Make very different choices every time you come to the character. Um, In many ways, you have to play a lot of different characters. Mm. Um, But given the entire, like, crux of, like, the series, like, I just was hoping for something a bit more I don't know grounded <laughs> I agree I totally agree mm-hmm. um I was like oh is he gonna lead us to someone else and I was like oh no we're just sticking with him mm-hmm. okay um is uh what else is he in am I should I know that name uh Jonathan Majors was uh the lead in uh Lovecraft Country oh I didn't watch it um he was also in uh the Five Bloods, as well as The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the name sounded familiar, but I didn't recognize him. Quite a few pop Well, quite a few. Two pop-ups from Lovecraft Country. <laughs> um, the woman who you love so much, the the, the TVA agent, mm-hmm. um, 
she was also in Lovecraft Country as like part oh, of the main nice. cast. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, like I'm glad they are getting to do stuff in Marvel yeah. because they canceled Lovecraft Country, sadly enough. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I've talked <laughs> about it many times in the show. <laughs> I didn't really enjoy the show, but just because I didn't enjoy it doesn't mean it's not important. True. I got you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that. Uh, so what grade would you give Loki for yourself? Uh, for me, I'd give it three Infinity Stones out of five. Like, it was solid, but weirdly enough, not my favorite of the uh, Marvel original series so Which far. Which was your favorite? We- even though I had huge disagreements with the end of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I think I like that the most. Gotcha. Because it was, for me, I guess, the most grounded. Like, oh. Totally. Yeah. Like, I think I just wanted that out of that series. And gotcha. it gave it to me. There wasn't, like, the huge mystery of WandaVision of, like, what is actually happening here. Mm-hmm. There weren't, like, the big universal stakes of, like, Loki mm-hmm. and how that would influence the rest of, like, you know, movies and TV for, like, years to come. It was just, like, this is one man becoming, you know, a role that he has denied himself. Mm-hmm. So that's was something I enjoyed. I think that's... I liked Loki for the same but opposite reason mm-hmm. in that my little brain wanted um something marbly okay and loki was the most like a marble movie big and big grand and there's a lot of cgi it looks really cool um i think that's what my brain wanted no that's that's so, fair the spectacle of it is for sure there in that show yeah i think um I liked the pairing of uh, Loki and Sylvia a lot, but mm-hmm. um, I think that ties with the pairing of Bucky and um, Sebe- um, not Sebastian Stan's character, um, Fal- Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, very much, it was really fun. So I think WandaVision's kind of, I enjoyed it very much, but it took a little while for it to ramp up, and I think I wanted a little s- something more sooner. Okay. No, no, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, and I think and this was the shortest of them, I think, so far. Or maybe it was just as long as WandaVision. Six episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not very lengthy, but I think there's a lot they put in these mm-hmm. episodes for Loki, for sure. Totally. Yeah. But what else have you seen? What else have I seen? Um, we can stick to the... I don't know. Did you... Um did you watch Black Widow? I did see Black Widow. Let's stay on the Marvel train, Jason. <laughs> big choo, things choo. first. Big I Coke energy. So much <laughs> caffeine in me. <laughs> okay, Black Widow. I have zero notes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Perfect movie. <laughs> no notes. We'll watch again. <laughs> did not write anything down for a Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was... um. It was fine. I also enjoyed it. Um, yeah, to me, it felt like uh, a Mission Impossible movie, weirdly yes, enough. I, I think it, it definitely had that vibe to it. Um, I liked it. I, I would say the, the most surprising, my most enjoyable part of the movie for me was Florence Pugh. 1,000%. <laughs> like, and I think that is um, nothing against everyone else. They were, everyone was great. Yeah. But um, she... That girl can just brighten a movie like none other, man. Mm-hmm. Even when she's being like dour, yeah. she still like brightens up like the she's movie. She's one of those people. I could stare at her face all day. I think she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, she seems lovely in real life, um, and she's super talented. And I'll watch her do anything. Yeah, she's like genuinely funny and yeah. sweet, and just like really brought like a lot of life to the character, uh, Yelena mm-hmm. Belova. Um, yeah, overall, I thought, you know, everyone did a great job. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the main cast being Scarlett Johansson, it's Black Widow, of course. 
uh, David Harbour as uh, Red Guardian, uh, Rachel Weiss as um, Milena. They didn't give her alias, I guess. I don't remember. Um, and yeah, that's like your main cast right there for the most part. Um, yeah, I I don't know what I was expecting walking into it. Me neither, actually. I, I think feel, I didn't have expectations. I feel like there was a lot, like, you know, hidden about the movie, a lot obscured about mm-hmm. it. Like, um, I mean, it had to take place at some point before right, right. <laughs> uh, in, in, what was it, uh, Endgame. Um, but yeah, I, it took place right after Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, oh, okay, this, this sets the scene for tension. And, like, you know, she has no support, uh, you know, from Avengers or from the United States. So, like, this is, like, kind of her on her own with just like her family as her backup i wish i had known um when it took place because i would have gone back watched civil war for the 800th time <laughs> um and just to kind of see where her character is at in mm-hmm. that timeline um, that would have been nice for, yeah. for sure um but i generally enjoyed it um it became kind of predictable at the end um but that's fine mm-hmm. um like in terms of who that person was in the the robot person oh uh t- the taskmaster sure um very different interpretation um in the movie as opposed to what it is in the comic books normally oh do tell um in the comic books taskmaster i i would say is like the serious counterpart to deadpool like oh. where this is an extremely skilled uh fighter mm-hmm. like the ability crashes over to the movie well enough where he can look at anything and mimic it perfectly right like oh the, how this person fights i'll fight like this like mm-hmm. how this person dances i can dance like that like it's a very interesting like oh that's a unique ability <laughs> they have dance fighting <laughs> dance fighting or like hey i have to, like pitch this thing perfectly like i watched a baseball game the other night got it like he'll just do it Gosh, like that yeah. um i feel like they didn't emphasize that very much they didn't and that's fine to some degree like you know they were a killer there to kill things yeah. <laughs> but he's very charismatic in the books oh. um and that is definitely not how it was portrayed in the films. Not like at all. he's very chatty, he's very talking, he's about his money. Like I'm not getting paid for this. Oh, you get to live. Like no one paid me for this. Like the check didn't clear. You get to live. Goodbye. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's fun. I want to see that. <laughs> like Damn. I was kind of hoping they'd incorporate some of that into it because yeah. like he's like a pretty good bad guy. Like in the terms of like how he's portrayed in books. Yeah. So I was very curious of like, oh, I wonder how that's going to be in the movies. It was fine for what they were doing and how they incorporated it into the story. Yeah. Um, I heard that the identity of the Taskmaster was supposed to be different in the oh. movie. Uh, a different woman than what it was. What was it supposed to be? Spoiler um, I guess spoilers, but also it didn't happen. Right. But <laughs> it was supposed to be uh, Rachel Weiss. Um, and like, okay, that makes sense to a degree. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But uh, it, it didn't. They or Olga, Olga Kurlyenko shows mm-hmm. up for like 10 seconds of that face. And that's it. <laughs> yep. I would give it a... Maybe like a B, B minus? It's like a yeah, it's a B B minus movie for me. Like it was fun. It was nice to go to the theater to see like mm-hmm. you know uh, this big action movie. Um, not enough Hawkeye for me, obviously. You know, oh, God. Uh, I gave it two quivers <laughs> out of five on the Hawkeye scale. <laughs> They're not even the type that blow up. <laughs> His power is aiming. <laughs> 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 and it's just yeah I, uh, I I liked it I you know it was huge big action pieces and that was pretty cool mm-hmm. um, but yeah I, I I thought the one fight scene at the end with where all the widows uh, going up <laughs> against Carl Johansson was like really like well done just like the look fun. and color of it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
widows. Yeah, but yeah, overall, it was a fine outing to the theater. I agree. Um, yeah. Um, what else you got? What else do I have? Um, I watched another female-driven action movie. <gasps> I feel like we've like synced up in like all the things that we watched <laughs> since we last see each other. I do watch... you have your period too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dish girl, let's do this. I watched uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Me too. Uh, on Netflix. I was annoyed that they didn't um, advertise for it more. You don't think so? I feel yeah. like I got uh, a good amount. Of, well, you know what? On Netflix, I didn't get like you know coming. Yeah, you know, I didn't next get Friday. It was just kind of buried in there. And I, I was like, like s- oh yeah, this one. I like saw ads on like Instagram and stuff, but oh, like okay. nothing on like Netflix proper. Like coming next week, and they don't do enough of that to be mm-hmm. honest. Like they're, they're bad, at, not bad, but they just choose their things. They do very weirdly specifically. But like when Stranger Things is about to come out, they get a big old boner for that. Right, they can't plaster enough around the city. Or even when they get like some like licensed things, like we got the whole Twilight Saga. It is yeah. like numbers. Two, three, four, five, no, one, two, three, four, and five Jesus. on like the top ten. <laughs> like, it beat Coco Melon. Nothing beats Coco Melon. I. I know more about the Kaminsky method than I'd like to. <laughs> like, why aren't you telling me about this movie? And this movie was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it very much. Um, it's super stylish, very stylized. It's. Uh, John Wick, but with ladies. Yeah, yeah. It is. If you told me this takes place in the John Wick universe, I believe like, yeah, you. Yeah, of course. But yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, um, yeah. This the story being uh, a young lady uh, is abandoned by her mom as like a teenager mm-hmm. for mysterious reasons. She knows her mom does like you know some pretty rough things with pretty rough people. Mm-hmm. But uh, she kind of grows up to follow her mom's footsteps of doing some rough things with rough people. She's <laughs> Uh, an assassin for hire, seemingly part of this shady organization called The Firm. The Firm, which I feel like has become a very uh, ubiquitous term these days. For sure. <laughs> uh, with, like, Paul Giamatti being her boss. If Paul Giamatti's your boss, you do bad things, is what yeah. I feel like in movies. Yeah. <laughs> He's never a nice boss. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and she's sent on a job where she... Uh, has to retrieve something from the firm, uh, but winds up getting uh, a child in her care instead. Mm-hmm. And ad- the adventure ensues from there of a night of dodging killers and murderers and kind of being turned on by her own organization and having to link back up with the ladies that taught her some things as the a kid. The librarians, mm-hmm. which I love to read, so it was like a great mashup for me. <laughs> um, as you said, again, texture and color was all there. Absolutely. It looks great. Um, I loved, uh, like, what a frickin' trio. Angela Bassett, uh, Carla Gugino, one of your girls, mm-hmm. and Michelle Yeoh, like, amazing. Their outfits were fantastic. Yeah. And I like that they color-coded them. Oh, yeah. Like, pink and blue and pink, green. Blue and, yeah, yeah. Just like, look at you guys. Were they supposed to be, like, the fairy, uh, godmothers in, like, um, Cinderella? Is that I don't know that I ever saw the movie Cinderella. Okay. Okay, there's like a similar situation where like there are women that wear those colors and like are very helpful to this to to Cinderella. (laughs) Okay. Um, I must have seen that movie, but um, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. I like it. Um, the library itself looked great. The library was super cool. I really liked it. It felt like the hotel in uh the Continental in John Wick. Yes. Um. And or it's a mix of John Wick and um, the movie with is it Tilda Swinton and Dave Bautista? Arnim- oh, Hotel Artemis. Yeah, it kind of felt like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and another world where like everyone's a criminal. Yep. Yep, yep, <laughs> like yep, your yep, mailman, yep. criminal. Your teacher, criminal. <laughs> everyone's places an assassin. That are supposed to be neutral, but then they end up not being mm-hmm. neutral. Um, but Karen Gillan is great. It was fun to see Lena Headey. She's always so cool. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I didn't quite know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But it was better than expected. It's also incredibly violent. Oh, super violent! Like I'm sure you had things so on mute. <laughs> Very that odd. Was a that was not a talkie even <laughs> barely. It was a silent picture. Because mm-hmm. uh, there was as soon as I saw Angela Bassett pick up two hammers, I was like, uh oh, spaghetti. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. Um, but those ladies are amazing. Um, it was really fun. I will say the guys they cast as like the nameless henchmen throughout mm-hmm. the movie are like the greasiest Gross. looking dudes yeah. ever. They're just like all you want to, you want all of them to get punched or shot oh, yeah. throughout 100%. this movie. Like all the hair is like has gross gel in it. Yep. Like everyone's collar is like popped for some oh, reason a- across their suit. Like no one wears a tie. It's just uh, ruin these guys, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I really got to, we forgot to mention Karen Gillan is great. you know the the star of this. She's yeah. like uh, fantastic. She's always great. She does an excellent American accent. She really does. Um, she's so leggy. She's got legs for days. <laughs> I liked her car. I don't know what kind of car that was, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. And like when oh, also the little girl, uh, Chloe Coleman from my spy yeah also uh you know batista uh, connection adorable. <laughs> um and i found her character annoying in my spy but i adored her in this one she was super cool it annoyed me and they kept saying like she's eight like that girl's like 12 like yeah. everyone let's respect her age okay <laughs> and her intelligence please um like the all the action sequences were so great the fighting scenes were great and um the one where uh they're in the parking garage and uh, the little girl is, is driving. driving. Mm-hmm. Like I was, th- <laughs> I took a moment and really sat and found, thought about that. I was like, that would be incredibly complicated. It'd be super difficult to like imagine if your hands can't talk to your feet while you're yeah, driving. Like was really a very cool. dangerous scenario. <laughs> yes. Um. So I would highly recommend that if you're just looking for a very fun action film. Yeah, for sure. It's hanging out in the top ten mm-hmm. in a world of Twilight. It is the one oh, non-vampire related thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um what else do i have mm-hmm. um i watched a terrible movie <laughs> what did you see um so uh when zen and i went to the theaters we saw a um trailer for snake eyes oh with henry golding yes um is it out no okay it's a trailer okay um and so we're like oh this is part of the old gi joe franchise mm-hmm I guess we have to watch those movies? No, you don't. <laughs> no, we don't, Jason. Mm-mm. Jason. So I, we watched G.I. Joe, Oosh. colon, The Rise of Cobra. Yep. Jason. Mm, Jason. Mm-hmm. This was one of the worst films I have ever it's seen. bad. Like, I thought it was going to be a fun bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even really a fun bad. Nah, it they was, tried. It was bad. It was like they if you took a Fast it. and Furious movie and took the fun out of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super cheesy. It's got Channing. But, like, the cast is surprisingly it, good. There's a lot of people in this Channing movie. Channing Tatum. Uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Dennis Quaid. Sienna Miller. 
Sienna Miller, Marlon Wayans, Christopher Eccleston, Brendan Fraser. Yep, for a brief moment, uh, because it was directed by Steven Summers, who directed the Mummy movies. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Byung Hun, who is very handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, even the action sequences in it were boring. Like I, the, in, oh, go ahead. Sorry. In the middle of a big old car chase scene. I turned to Zen and just asked her a random hypothetical question because <laughs> I forgot what was happening and I didn't Is care. Is this when they were in France, like running super fast in the yeah, suits? Why I, were there suits that made them like Iron Men that I couldn't fly? could not have cared it, less. Yeah. It was so bad. I don't even remember what the um, plot was because it doesn't matter. There was a gas... Uh, you know, and it was burning things up. You saw France. The Apple Tower no, got crumbled up. that's not what it was. It, like, it was a gas, but it was like nanobites. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nanomites that were in, like, literally in, like, a rocket that you would shoot at mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. It eats metal. <laughs> like, even though those movies, I don't expect them to have a good plot, it was extra terrible. Mm. There was just nothing redeeming about this movie. It really isn't. It was so, it was predictable. It was bad. The writing was terrible. Like, the actors were doing the best with what they were given, but what they were given was trash. The way it ends, it just makes you feel like they really had high hopes for, like, a franchise. Like, they're coming hot off the heels of, like, Transformers, which was a huge success, also by Hasbro. And it has... You can see the Transformer vibes, but with none of the uh, quality, for lack of a better term. Like, this this was them really feeling themselves. Like, we have Transformers. We can make all of our things into movies. Oh, let's do it with G.I. Joe. Let's do it with Battleship. Like, those are all around the same time. Yeah, it was... Do not watch this movie. It was so bad. The, I was upset. I would say the only parts I remember being any good were the fight scenes between Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. First off, there's a character named Storm Shadow. Amazing. <laughs> he was the, my favorite part because he, he really was the best part of the movie. Yeah. His outfits are cool. He's dressed in all white. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, is this guy a Korean pop star? Like, I right? it feels like he is. Yeah. Even if he's not, he's pretty cool. He's pretty great. Um, I will say this before we watch the second one, and this is not a spoiler. They kill all the G.I. Joes from the first movie. I'm fine with that. But some and Channing Tatum was destined to die. Mm-hmm. However, between G.I. Joe and G.I. Joe 2, he became one of the biggest movie stars in the world. So they had to reshoot the whole movie and put Channing Tatum back into it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It was a pretty hilarious snafu on their part. And I imagine it didn't do that well. It didn't. Even Well, actually, it made money. They added The Rock into it for the second one. I was going to say, maybe the quality would be better because... The rocks in it. I mean, it's a better movie, but it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> is ultimately where it lands. And this was when people figured out, truly figured out the formula. Like, you add Dwayne Johnson to something, mm-hmm. people will come to see yep. it. Like, regardless of what it is, if he's there, he is bankable. Mm-hmm. And it showed that even on this turd, with a little bit of <laughs> Dwayne Johnson spray, they sprinkled like gold flakes <laughs> onto a steaming pile mm-hmm. of crap. Yeah. And people came out to see it. It made it oh. made money. It didn't do terribly. I can only imagine that based on how this first movie ended, Snake Eyes the movie 
they are just throwing everything from those first two movies out and just doing their own thing. It seems like that's the case yeah. from the the things that I've seen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I hope it does well for like Henry Golding. Like this. Yeah, me too. Like this will not solidify him, but he's never. I've never seen him in an action thing I other need than to continue seeing his handsome face and things. So. And you know what's messed up? He's a very handsome man. The character of Snake Eyes has a scarred up face and he wears a mask to hide that scarred up face. Why do they do this to so many <laughs> handsome men who I love? Like, by the end of that movie, that face gonna get scored. Oh, is what I think. Who knows? They may go a different direction. But Will they pull a Dinklage? Like, in the... Um in the game, did you read the Game of Thrones books? I read the first one, but I'm aware what happens to to uh, Tyrion. He, yeah, he's basically like, supposed to have his nose chopped split. off. Like his face is fucked, supposed to be fucked up after that battle. Like on the show, it's a, like a on handsome the phone, on the show. Scar. It's a cool ass scar across his face <laughs> mm-hmm. that only makes him look cooler. Yeah, in the book, it's considerably Which, more gruesome. To be fair, it's going to be a lot of prosthetics. It would be a pain in the ass to I do get that. that. But like guys come on are we being true to the source material yeah um you know i i watched with my girlfriend a movie that i had never really seen before i never really cared about and i didn't care about when it came out and i cared about it much less because of who stars (laughs) in it i watched the patriot um the patriot with mel gibson uh heath ledger <laughs> Jason, uh, I have seen this film multiple everyone times. Everyone has. I am alone by like not seeing it. They ever. played it in school multiple <laughs> times, possibly in different grades. Mm-hmm. I've seen it at least twice in school. It was on TNT all the time. It really was, and it has recently been back weirdly. And I'm just like, why are we? It's like as soon as Mel Gibson showed that he was a piece of shit. Uh, TNT was like, oh, hide it. Guys, <laughs> put it back in the basement. What? And now some time has lapsed, and they're like, okay, maybe like we can just bring maybe it out a little bit. Want, maybe they make this Patriot Weekend. Show three times. <laughs> See what happens. Like, it's, oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Um, You know, it's a well-made movie. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, It's made by the same guy that di- Roland Emmerich that directed Independence Day you know uh, all your big disaster movies mm-hmm. your 2012s and whatnot. you know my face you know my, my least face <laughs> <laughs> um, and like it's a well made movie like it, there's high action mm-hmm. uh, in uh, revolutionary times um, and as much as I don't like Mel Gibson he no. does a good job yeah. like everyone loves Heath Ledger in this movie yes. I'm like, and I get it like how could you not yes um, these two Australians playing Americans. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, the villain of this film is the most villainous villain. Jason Isaacs? Jason Isaacs. Yeah. The most villainous villain of all time. He's, He's ever villain. Dripping yeah. with just like evil throughout. Yeah. He's got a shitty ponytail. I thought he had a hook for a hand, <laughs> is how evil I thought He's he was. He's a revolutionary <laughs> Nazi, is essentially he really what he is. is. It's so, <laughs> He's so hateable. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is really easy to get behind any cause this guy's on the opposite side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah it, it, i mean it's it's really well done um and i get why people like it i get why people love it it's just hard for me to watch now knowing mel gibson's piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> like it ruined so many movies for me i love watching lethal weapons and like that i have a better time like dissociating yeah but like the Patriot, for some reason, just like I, because I haven't ever seen it, mm. like I've seen bits and pieces, and this is my first time sitting through watching it all the way. It's just like, man, you're, you 
failed all of us. What made you choose this film? It was just on. Oh, it was okay. just on, and we were watching it, and I was like, yeah, this is really well made, and I get why people like this, but I just don't like you, Mel Gibson. And... <laughs> <laughs> And, like, that's just, like, you know, what I had and what I walked away from it with. Like, it's this, I get why people like it. You know what the annoying thing is? Mm-hmm. Among many. I saw Black Widow, like, what, two weeks ago? Can barely remember it. I can remember parts <laughs> of The Patriot because I've seen it so many times. Like, even though I haven't seen it, I know the line, you know, like, uh, aim small, miss small. Like, that is burned into my head. It's an amazing line. And, like, I had to look at the trivia of that. Like, it was taken from, like, the weapons director on the film mm. who was like, oh, like, a musket, like, you know, it's, like, such a, like, t- cumbersome weapon. But if you aim small, you miss small, you know? If you aim big, you miss big. Like, aim for a man, you'll probably miss him by a mile. Mm. But if you aim for a button on that guy's coat, you'll probably hit the man. It's like, that's weirdly cool. Mm. God damn this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, also... Doesn't Mel Gibson's character hit on his uh, brother's widow or some shit? I yeah, the blonde think lady. So? He goes to their the aunts. Uh huh. Oh, who lives in like the city or whatever? I think, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're getting all flirty eyes. It's just like Mel. It's like you're married with like eighteen thousand children. You have too many children for any kids. period in time. Yeah, <laughs> like, he has a lot of kids, ranging from ages like two to 18 like in the late 1700s like okay sure and there were just weird things too like oh these are like the freed slaves that are helping us like this is not how shit would go i forgot about this is cringy like and even things like your house burned down we built it back for you sir like of like the people that like work for him were like whatever you're rich i can really (laughs) repress these memories i can't recall for shit Uh, but the patriot what else have you watched um, I finished watching Sweet Tooth. Oh, you, you watched all of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. How did, did you? you? Yes, yes, I did. Um, I was like, wait, there's 10 minutes left in the show. There's a lot to wrap up, guys. What are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> and it left on a cliffhanger, and I was like, you sons of bitches. It certainly leaves room for more. Oh, man. Like, they have to make a second season. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me, um with just like the color palette and stuff it gave me a little bit of stranger things vibes really interesting not in tone but just i don't know something about the color of it okay Um, okay but um i am in love with nazo anosi call me big man Um, jeopard big man like (laughs) can you just call him by his name (laughs) big man like i feel like it's like, it would give me a complex. He's only known one man his whole life. He's a bigger man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. The kid did start to get annoying. He came, <laughs> like, as sweet and cute as he is, mm-hmm. he started pulling um, Carl from Walking Dead. Really? Like, For you? Interesting. Knock it off. <laughs> like, stop calling people. Mm-hmm. Why would you think that's a good idea? <laughs> um, I really loved... Um, Stefania Levi Owen, who plays a bear. Yeah, you know she what? was great. I'm totally surprised like how much I like that character. Like I was surprised they added her in. Me too. To like this team like, of like halfway big men. through the series. Really? Like, yeah. This new character who's actually going to be one of the main characters. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, I figured that she'd be here from the start. We right? meet her like episode two or three, no, but like cool changeup. We meet her relatively deep into the series. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really liked her. I feel like that character could have been 
really annoying. Yeah. And is usually the type of character who I am annoyed by and stuff, but I really liked her. She was tough, but they didn't make her too tough. She mm-hmm. was smart, but not too smart. She had a very good um, emotional IQ. She was just like a really nice balance for those three. I like that they played her wise beyond her years. Yes. Uh, and I thought she did a good job of mm-hmm. like playing that. I agree. Wise beyond her years, but to an understandable degree and not like too much where they're just like, okay yeah. guys, we're in it. Because when you think about it, she's not that much older. She's supposed to be like 16. Yeah. yeah. And he's like 10 or something yeah. like that. And it's just like, yeah, she's lived pretty hard she's out here. She's done a tough life. Um, there was a twist at the end that made me tear up. Hmm. Um, those little kids are so cute. Um, I forgot to write down her name. The little girl who played Pigtail. Oh, yeah. She's adorable. She was so freaking Very cute. Adorable. That feels like a story all unto itself in a, in a way. He read my mind. <laughs> I was like, I want that story. Because I also like the uh, her mom character. Mm-hmm. And like that whole story. So the main, um, the main... Uh, story is about Sweet Tooth. His father dies. He's out on his own. He meets up with uh, Jeppert, who they go on this journey together to try to find um, Sweet Tooth's mom. And then there are a couple of other little tangential, not small, but um, there are two other plot lines on the side, um, which were interesting, but I... I don't know. I wasn't as into the doctor one. I really liked the zoo one. Agreed. Same here. Um, I would have liked more backstory about the zoo and finding the little finding pigtail and like that woman's journey because because we get a little awesome. bit at the start yeah. and then it just we flash forward you know yeah. ten years yeah. down the line. It's like mm, I'd love to see the growth of this. One hundred percent. Um, but yeah, like I I. I did like that they we had different points to focus on yeah. as opposed to just looking at uh you know Sweet Tooth's journey the mm-hmm. entire time. Totally. Um yeah, I, I was I was really impressed by it. Like I remember when the comic was coming out, it was like uh like late college and I remember just saying like this looks interesting but mm-hmm. like I don't know if I want to read it. Like it wasn't uh, not independent per se, but like a, it wasn't a superhero comic. Mm-hmm. It was like a smaller comic. And I just remember like hearing all this praise about it and just like kicking myself like not having read it. But I'm very happy that like I get to absorb the story like in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was reading online. It sounded like uh, that story only is a very small percentage of what those comics tell the story mm. that the comics tell. So okay, I would be happy to see other characters and stuff. Huh. And like uh, in growing that world. For sure. I mean, yes, there, it feels like there's a lot to do in this yeah. world because there's so little that we we only see what they see yeah. and not what they've seen. Right. Um, so, yeah, and I, for me, um, my favorite episode of the series was mm. uh, how Mama met Pubba, like uh, when we go back in time oh, yeah. and look how, you know, his parents met. Yeah. I was like, this is really sweet. And you really <laughs> want, yeah, you're really rooting for them even though you already know what's happened, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they seem delightful. You learn so much, mm-hmm. um, and you're just like, "Oh man, she seems great. I want to know more about this character." Yeah, and how quickly everything happens yes. too um, was really surprising. Yeah, there were a lot of little twists and turns mm-hmm. um, that uh, just made it that much more enjoyable. 
Okay. I'm I'm very happy you liked it. Yeah. Um I, I really encourage people to go and like check this out. It's Not that fun. people haven't, but like it's is a, a quality thing that yeah. people should be like Stranger Things. People should be as excited about, you know, the coming another season yeah, of this yeah, yeah. as they are about Stranger Things. It's it it ends at such like a climax. Yeah, You're it really like, does. I oh, because I paused and was like, How are there only ten minutes left? Mm-hmm. What there's so much to be done. It really feels like a grand adventure yeah. that you've gone on with these characters. Yeah. Like they've grown a lot and you feel like you've learned something about them throughout yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what else? What else have I seen? Um, I watched, uh, I watched, I finished this, the, the season of, I think you should leave with uh, Tim Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like weird ass, <laughs> obscure, sometimes gross out humor, you like this. This isn't for everybody. <laughs> like, it really isn't. It's not bad, but it's just not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I find it hilarious. Like People who like it really love it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love that each scenario, each, it's a sketch show. Mm-hmm. Um, each sketch is, each episode isn't very long. They're like 17, 18 minute long oh, episodes. Okay. Like, they're very digestible. Um, and so much happens in each episode. You get like, you know, five or six sketches sometimes. Um, and you just really see how his mind works and how things stick in there, what makes him uncomfortable. It's like, man loves a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> he loves an office setting, like, gotcha. and the awkwardness that exists within like your average workplace. Mm-hmm. And I think like he plays with that very well. Um, and food, like he loves bad food. Is this, uh, <laughs> I, it keeps on popping up for me mm-hmm. on Instagram and stuff. Uh, is the hot dog yes. thing in there? Mm-hmm. 100%. The man <laughs> loves a hot dog. He mentions in almost everything he writes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been meaning to watch it, but I was like, oh, there's, I think there's going to be episodes that are very cringy in terms of how awkward and uncomfortable they yeah, are. Yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> but also, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, okay, I will put that on my list. Like, to me, my favorite sketch of the season um, is a Shark Tank parody where one of the <laughs> sharks, it's just a promo for like the season, for like a promo for the Shark Tank show. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters played by Patty Harrison, who is hilarious. I don't know who that is. She is on the show Shrill as like, um, uh, Aidy Bryant's like a coworker that's like just chaotic. She always oh. says something mean to her or like something oh, no. weird. Um, she is on the show in like two sketches mm-hmm. and she is in my favorite sketch and she's like the star of my favorite sketch where it's a shark tank parody where she just talks about like you know i will invest with in your in your idea mm-hmm. because i am addicted to wine and popcorn <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes into like i just love wine i got rich because i got sewn into the pants of the charlie brown balloon and i want to settle it <laughs> like it's just what is happening <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but I, I recommend it if you want something that is just off the beaten path of traditional comedy. I love it. Yeah. What else have you seen? Um, speaking of comedies, um, I watched the entire, I think I watched it in one night, um, the entire season, uh, season two of This Way Up with Ashling B. Oh, yeah. That just came back out mm-hmm. on Hulu. Yes. Oh, what... Um, uh, what services I think you should leave on? That is on Netflix. Gotcha. Uh, available on Netflix. Seasons awesome. one and two. Um, yes. This Way Up season two. I need more people to watch this show. It's so fucking good. And in the same way that people lost their minds for Fleabag. I agree. It is Fleabag light. 
Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good way of putting it. It is so funny, but also so relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows how complicated people are without judging them, really. Um, and how tricky and wonderful but messy life can be generally. And funny. And <laughs> hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love Ashling B. And like a lot of the comedy, there's just so much packed in there that you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. Just like one off the hand comment. Um, if you're laughing over it, which is what I often do. Um, it's just about it. Uh, Ashling B's character is it's her and her sister. Um, just making their way through life. She's <laughs> like a, maybe a late 20-something, early 30-something. Um, she teaches English as a second language in England. Um, and it's just making her way through life with her sister and her friends. Um, she's a little bit lost, but not in like an overly dramatic way, in a way I think a lot of people that age can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the small and big dramas that kind of come up. Um, but it's very grounded, which is nice. Um, For sure. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel like anything that's happening is like, well, that would never right. happen. Like, no, totally. that feels pretty relatable. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny. So I would highly recommend it. Yeah. I have not seen season two yet. I watched season one. I, yeah, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I should watch this. And it's just been sitting there, but I will get down to it. It was great. Yeah. I watched, because there's only six episodes and they're short. Mm-hmm. So I literally watched it all in one night. Nice. Oh, six episodes. Wow. Yeah. It was much long. shorter than I had hoped. Hmm. That's, yeah, but that's they made it during the pandemic. I uh, think that's probably why. Okay, I get that. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I watched that I'll talk about here um, is a, a movie called The Meddler. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, very much all the beaten path for me. Um, but yeah, starring uh, Susan Sarandon, um, Rose Byrne, uh, J.K. Simmons, um, God, Gerard Carmichael. Um, it's it is such a. When did this come out? This came out twenty sixteen. Okay. Um, it's directed by the same woman that directed Hustlers. Oh, okay. Um, it's yeah, it is very funny. The, the basic premise of the story is that Susan Sarandon plays a woman uh, who has recently lost her husband, like about uh, two years in at this point, mm-hmm. and she's just finding it very difficult to like just live life in a way like she's mm-hmm. always hovering around her daughter like she doesn't have she's retired she has all this money and she doesn't that shit like, got left over from her husband and she just doesn't know what to do with her time anymore gotcha. and like her daughter is who played play by rose Byrne is like very depressed is a tv writer mm-hmm. and is just like going through it like she's dealing with the death of her dad like her longtime uh, boyfriend like broke up with her and she's like working on the, like this new pilot and she's just like going through the struggle she's like mom let me breathe <laughs> Um, and like with her daughter like kind of departing to like you know go to New York to work on something she just finds herself now with like who do I give all this love to <laughs> oh, no. so she forms like all these like these little friendships with people like around town um, like Gerard Carmichael being one of them like and he's uh, he works at, at a restaurant that she goes to all the time and then like you know they form this like relationship in the sense like oh we're just like friends and all that stuff and she's like I'll drive you to your night school classes if you want me to and he's like Cool. <laughs> nice. Like uh, she winds up like being an extra, like you know, on a movie set for a day, like which is like super cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, she like winds up like dating J.K. Simmons, who's like you know Amazing. this like old like retired cop that like owns like a farm. It sounds <laughs> lovely. And it's really a lovely movie, okay. and it's like her like learning to like. Uh, 
just be yeah and like you know learning to like be on her own and like a new stage in life yes a very new stage in life and like her like learning like what that means for her um it's really lovely it's very funny uh gosh i forgot to mention cecily strong's in it like she like helps her plan her wedding (laughs) amazing um and becomes like one of her like uh bridesmaids in the wedding it's uh it's really good it's really sweet it's very much a feel-good movie okay um it's i've never heard of it it just popped up on netflix and like watched it It was like this is really fun (laughs) um and i I really enjoyed my time with it and i i just had never heard of it before just like seeing it there you know sometimes netflix does have a gem or two a hidden gem you never heard of they really do jason (laughs) they keep trying to shove godzilla anime at me they really do shove that godzilla anime hard (laughs) <laughs> like what are we doing here i know i'm asian but like relax guys yeah let's chill <laughs> um that's pretty much all i have the same here i'm 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 tapped out awesome on things that are watched i love it yeah um yeah thanks for joining us <laughs> um hopefully you're out there you're watching things you're enjoying things this summer maybe getting out there to theater who knows oh yeah um yeah i have been bad i've not been updating the instagram like i, I should um but there are things on there go check it out on yeah. our podcast uh on instagram and yeah we'll see y'all next time bye <laughs>